Oh, I'll do this so I feel like. Hey, it's Miss A. Got a lot to say. On all the things we go through within the day. Politics, dating, recipes, traveling. And yep, of course, I'm the karaoke queen. Hey, I take no L's. I'm always booking flights. This is my lovely lunatic Leo life. Kaboom! Guess who stepped in the room? This is my lovely lunatic Leo life. Kaboom! Guess who stepped in the room? The Welcome and welcome to my lovely lunatic Leo life. I'm finally back. It's been a minute. I've been gone, but happy new year all. I hope you guys had a wonderful Christmas, holiday, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever. Um, and let's get into this new year because this new year is going to be super duper fabulous. I have a special guest co-host, my girl named Ashley. Hey. Ashley, say hi. Hi. Introduce yourself. I'm Ashley. <laughs> oh, I did that for you already. <laughs> Leo life. She herself is also a Leo, y'all. I am. So we both July have 30th, Leo. the yeah. best day. Well, technically, the, the first day, day is the best day, but it's neither here nor there. It's my show, and I say what I call the shots. So, okay. <laughs> so um, we got two beautiful single black females here today, and that's basically what we're going to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the highs and lows of dating yeah. in our late third, mid to late thirties, dating on social media. And we're not only going to talk about dating, but we're also going to talk about accomplishments and what we've gone, what we've accomplished on uh, the last year, the last few years, or what we, our goals are. So yeah, I definitely want my people to know what you got going on. Um, so you've been single for how long? Nine months. Nine months. Wait, wait, let me count. <laughs> June, July, August, September, Eight. Eight months. About to be nine months in February. Well, I don't have sympathy for you because I've been single for years. So <laughs> nine months is a good time to be alone, right? I think so. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. You've been like comfortable. You're not complaining about being single. No. Like you really enjoy your me time. I enjoy it now more than the time between my last breakup and Vander. Like the time between my last breakup and before meeting Vander, it was a lot of like... um what would I say? Forever alone. Like, I had this on-running joke with one of my girlfriends. Like, we're forever alone. No one wants us. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah. And so now, it's just like I'm embracing, like, yeah, no one wants me. I'm good. Like, that's a point where I'm, I used to get kind of sad and depressed about it. Like, mm-hmm. why am I still single? I know I'm dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. I think I'm beautiful. Why can't I keep a man? You I can't cook beautiful. my ass. You don't think you're beautiful. You know you're beautiful. Yeah, that too. I do. I mean, I, I'm chubby though. That's the only, the only issue I would say about myself is I keep gaining weight. I'm not losing weight. But that's something that I know I can work on. Right. You know what I mean? I'm right. just having And I'm sure that's so. not the reason 
that you're single. I'm sure it's not the reason. However, I have been told by two men that if I lost weight, guys would come flocking to me. Those are not the men that you need to be with. Those, oh, no, definitely. Yeah. I'm not even interested in them, but I was just shocked to hear like that. They sound like pieces of shit for even <laughs> saying that. They are kind of, there's something wrong with the That's world today. That's some thing to say. Mm. Especially when one of them fucks with bigger women, like I mean, or has fucked with bigger women, I'd say everyone has everyone has has a preference. Some people don't even care about that stuff. Like it's not right. about that. I think what I've noticed for myself is like being super intentional, and like I've cut off some people, and I've made I've like reconnected with other people, mm-hmm. and I've noticed that like me being more intentional with my time and who I'm spending it with is attracting the type of people I want to spend my time with, and I think. That's a good mindset to have. I like that you said that because I always thought that the people in my circle were good-minded and, well, you know, they we all have goals that we want to accomplish. And they have things going for themselves. But I just don't understand why I just keep meeting the wrong type of dude when I'm not in that kind of environment to meet wrong. Like, So when you say wrong type of dude, what do you mean? I mean, the last, okay, the last two guys I met still live at home, don't really have a stable job. One worked at a barbershop like half time, part time. Another one was Ubering and Lyft and doing shit like that. And, but they were both living at home with their parents. You know what I mean? Like, Where did you meet them? One of them I've known for a while and another one I met through a friend. Okay. I feel like that could just be coincidental. But, but- that like, keeps happening. So maybe you need to switch up where you're going. Maybe you need to switch up the friends that are introducing you to people. Like you and I don't hang out that much, but maybe that would help. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. just switching up, even like it doesn't even have to be me. It could be anybody, but like putting yourself in a situation to be around a different crowd and yeah. different people, it maybe doing, do you do things by yourself? Um, besides my trip to Thailand, uh, not really, but I don't mind, I'm not against it, but I just haven't been going out. Like if I'm in the mood to go out, I'll go out. You know what I mean? But I am not really in the mood to go out. Like, I would tell you to be more social. More social. Yes. Because when I was with Vander, I realized now that I actually wasn't happy. And it's funny because he used to ask me. Like, I don't think you're happy in this relationship. I'd be like, yeah, I am. Really? Yeah. You just like the idea of having a boyfriend? I think I, well, I had my, not the idea of having a boyfriend. It was the life I had planned in my mind with him. Okay. And, like, not wanting to waver from that. Mm Mm-hmm. And having not been with him for this amount of time, I realized that, like, oh, you actually weren't happy because, like, you weren't, you didn't ever go out. How many times I have you over to my apartment? None. And I would tell myself that it's because I don't want to entertain. But I think it was deeper rooted than that. I just mm. think I just really wasn't happy. And, like, I would say, oh, Bayon's far, so I don't want to go out. I don't want to do this. Da-da-da. I think when you're happy, like, you want to do things. Like, yeah. I went to the fucking museum by myself the other day. Oh, that's Like, good. to go see some artist that I don't even know talk about <laughs> his artwork. I fell asleep, but oh. I'm happy that I... It was just videos. It was dark. It was dark. <laughs> but I was happy that I just... I did that. I didn't wait to ask a friend, do you want to come with me and yeah. see it? I just went. I didn't meet anybody, but it made me feel like, yeah, it's, you can just, if there's something you want to do, like your trip. Do you think it's something that's coming with age or is it lessons that you've learned in life that's helping you? It's lessons and it's, it is age for sure, but it is the, it's, it's reflecting on the things that I've been through to say, how can I now do better, be better, evolve as a person. Mm-hmm. It's like all of that coming together and like 
So you weren't happy when you were with Xander, figuring out why. It was a lot of it was because I wasn't doing the things that I wanted to do. Because a lot of the things I wanted to do, I wanted to do with him. And then he didn't want to do them with me. So then it was like, uh -huh. why are we together? Why am I dating you? I could just be single. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit at home and like just be like, I don't mind being home. I, I love it. I love my alone time. But mm -hmm. like if there's an opportunity, if somebody asks me to come do something, my first instinct usually is to say yes. If it's a person that I truly, genuinely enjoy. Mm -hmm. I fuck with you. I'm coming. Yeah, I come. So can we explain the times I've invited you and you always give me some BS <laughs> excuse? Can we, can we talk about that, please? Because like to where? Oh, to society? No one wants to hear about that. <laughs> it your listeners don't care but my period is coming it's supposed <laughs> to come today and so last week i was you know pms and i'm fatigued and like i wanted to go out because i'm starting to dance like an auntie and i'm realizing <laughs> that like chick if you don't go out dancing more you're gonna be like 40 and then and i call myself auntie now but it's like i'm manifesting that shit yeah. like so i need to i forgot how to like twerk and like move my butt and like my oh, knees hurt shit. You, but you're a workout queen. How can you do that? I am. That? My knees still hurt when really? I'm dancing on the floor. So I, I, I do all these drag queen moves <laughs> like this. My friend Sean tells me I have three moves. I do those, you do some weird shit with your feet and then you twirl. Oh, I'm like, yeah, that sounds like me. Nah. I need to bring oh it back to 18-year-old Ashley dancing on top of the table. Oh, you know, shit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's funny you say that, too, because I was watching a video of me dancing, and I thought I'm killing you on the dance floor, but I'm looking at myself. I'm like, what the fuck am I Are doing? Are you moving a little slow and, like... <laughs> But it's like I'm looking like a grandparent dancing. I yes. thought I was killing it, but yes. I'm watching myself like, oh, no, I need to stop. And then my knees had the nerve to hurt the next day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See? It's not. Okay. So let's let's do something. Okay. Let's go pole dancing. I'm down. You sound hesitant. Because I've tried a pole before, and that shit really, really is. Like, I would need more than one class to get it, even. Do you want to do a hip hop class instead? I'm down for both. Okay, so I say because we both need to get back to ourselves. Yes. When it comes to the dance floor and not be like grannies, granny and auntie. <laughs> so I say we go dance, like we go take a class so that we can be prepared for the summer because I feel like the summer is about to be real. Yeah, no, real I, need to, lit. I need to slim down. I'm going to be wild this summer. I feel it. Well, not wild, wild. But you just, you know. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh, it's sunny out? Okay. I'm, I'm outside. You know, we, somewhere, doing something. I don't care what, but that's what it's about to be. Yay. So we definitely got to, I'm down. But you freaking love New York so much. Why can't we find a class in New Jersey? We'll find some place in New Jersey. I'm down for Jersey. I do love New York. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Okay. This is why we don't hang out. Every time, <laughs> but every time I go, so, like, one of my friends, every time I tell her I go to New York for something, she was like, oh, I thought you don't love New York. I'm like, bitch, you saw me go to New York, like, three times last year. <laughs> so every time I go to New York, you're going to say something? I love the city. There, there's so many awesome it's so people in the city. Every time I go to New York, I'm spending too much money. It's overrated to me. It's crowded. It's overrated. Well, where are you hanging out? Times Square is crowded. You got to go down to the Lower East Side. You have to go to, um, like, the Village. You got to go to the... I don't Lower hate East Side. New York. I don't. I, I don't hate New York. I just. You kind of hate it. There's so many dope spots though in the city. That's why I like going there because like. 
I don't know. I feel like you meet a lot of interesting people. I feel like every block there's something to do. I can go to the city, not have a plan, and fall mm. into something. Where in New Jersey, it's like I have to plan. Where am I going to go? Da, da, da. I could just drive into the city, park my car in an area that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and just walk around. All I do is look for A's on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Only A's. You on can the do door. that in New Jersey. Not, Hoboken, no, Hoboken, girl. I I don't want to be there. <laughs> Hoboken has the same type of people. As New York? As Hoboken. Hoboken, <laughs> like, I don't, I mean. We used to go to Hoboken quite a bit, though. No, Adrian, we didn't go. You had a karaoke event that I went to with one of my exes, um, Pat, and you did karaoke at Bahama that Mama, which so is now Tahoe's ago. or something. I don't, I, yeah, like when I was like 20 something, I was in Hope. Now I don't want to be there. They, everybody looks the same. I'll go to Jersey City. I'll go to Jersey City like any day. Really? Jersey City's popping. Jersey City has some cool spots. Good food, cute, cool bars. Oh, um, okay. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't go to Jersey City. So, see, now I think I really don't do shit. Like, you need to do more shit. You oh, want to meet some people. You but this is what people say shit. this is the life of a single lady. Go places, meet people. Then they'll say, don't expect to meet too many people. Then you won't find him. Just live your life and he'll come. I'm like, I'm doing that. The one thing I'm proud of myself is that I'm not dwelling on not having a man and sitting home not doing anything. Right. I still do what I want to do. You right. know what I mean? Um, even if it's not going out, it's traveling. I'm still going to travel with or without anyone or a man. So at least I'm proud of myself for that. However, sometimes it comes to a point where I'm just over it and I'm just like, okay, what the fuck is going on? So are you proactive? So you want to be with somebody. Are you proactive when you go out that like you're out and you're like looking for an attractive man or somebody like, or a good conversation that like you can stumble upon somebody and like me, I'm the type that like, it's so funny because I call myself I say I'm introverted, introverted, and my friend calls me introverted Ashley, but then he'll send me memes of, like, people doing, like, wild shit in, like, a crowd of people, and I'm like, yeah, I'm shy, but I will totally do that, and it's like, I think I'm shy, but, like, I don't know, like, I, maybe I'm choosy, like, yeah. I don't always want to talk to people, sometimes right. I'm like, don't bother me, right. but, like, if I'm out or just randomly, like, I will spark up a conversation with people, maybe you need to go to fucking Barnes and Nobles and talk to somebody there, just talk to people. I feel like I talk to people, but sometimes I feel like my face is mean, so people don't approach me until I smile. Well, then change your face, you don't have to smile to, like, be approachable, but you, it is in the eyes. Yeah. It's in the eyes. I'm gonna try to go out more by myself. Honestly, I mean, go grab coffee, go grab breakfast, go grab something, go to a bookstore, just go somewhere so that you feel like you, it, your life moving forward isn't contingent on somebody doing it with you. Yeah. That's the goal. Like, yeah, half the shit I do, do I want to do it with a partner? Yeah, I would love that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would love to meet somebody that I could have shared experiences with, but at the same time, like that person's not here, so. I'm going to go share them experiences by my damn self. Right. You know? And, like, it is what it is. Right. You're right. You got to be... I think you're open, but I think you need to be a little bit more More open. open. Yo, I was... (laughs) Shay signed me up on POF, right? Yes. I'm ready. I already told her to take me off. Like, I was on it for, like, three days. One guy was in prison for four years, just got out. And is in a halfway house. Well, not even a halfway house. He's in Why a nice shelter. Why are these the guys that were messaging you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> then I had somebody else who was an old guy. But I guess because I put I love karaoke, he was like, well, if you could sing this song and we sound good, then I'll take you out. I was like, 
You don't even look good. I'm not even going to sing for you. The next guy was some rapper who wanted me to promote his song or some shit like that. Right. I was just like, okay, what, how, my profile seemed good. And I thought maybe it was me was setting up my profile and that's why it wasn't really attracting Pull people. Pull up, you have your laptop. Pull up. Pull up your pro top. Pro- I canceled it. Shay, it was all under Shay's thing. Like, Shay did it for me, so it was under her email wow, and everything. I, was, I wanted to share with the people what your profile looked like. Uh, <laughs> no, man. So you did plenty of fish. Lauren did okay I've done that twice. She's now marrying the last man that she responded to on OkCupid. Okay and how long have they been together? They've been together for over five years. Damn. A lot of people, I know a couple people who've met someone on POF and they had a relationship so with. So, let's make you a POF profile real quick. I'm, I don't care for the dating website. Like, Why? I, I feel like I don't trust it. Okay, but it's still helping you learn how to talk to people. Here's the thing. My sister went on a lot of, like, dud dates. Like, she would come home and be like, yo, this man, he was this, he was that, da, da, da. And it seemed like Lauren, Lauren was at the point where she was going to give up, too. And then she decided to go on one last time <laughs> and check one last message. And it was this it dude. Was really? Yeah, and it didn't, it wasn't, like, smooth sailing. Like, it was, like, they had their moments where it was, like, you know, you date somebody, it's all butterflies and rainbows, and then you have your doubts, and you're like, can we really do this, da, da, da. But, yeah, now they're fucking engaged and getting married. Wow. I think that it's not for me. Like, I've done it, and I didn't like how I felt. I didn't like how I felt wanting to, like, get home to, like, message somebody that I never <laughs> met in real life. And I'd be at work, like, oh, I want to go home and check my messages. I want to talk to – I remember, like, I had, like, I exchanged some words with some kid in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get home to, like, talk to him. I was like, ew, this is – what do you do? Like, <laughs> you, never, you never met this man. You never saw him, but, like – But you had good conversation. Yeah, and then, you know what turned me off? I met – I didn't meet a guy, but a guy DMs <laughs> me, and it went on really nice in the beginning – and then somehow it turned into something about coming to his house, going to the basement, and then it became real sexual. But the intro was, like, very, like, gentlemanly. <laughs> is that a word? Gentlemanly? Yeah, it it started off like that. Um, and then it just turned left. And I was like, yo, I'm getting harassed even <laughs> online. Like, that's you, crazy. As women, you can't escape it. No. Like, men are so disrespectful. And, like, it blows my mind that men just think that, like, they can say these like I just felt so violated. But also, it's on social media because people hide behind their phones or their computer, right? So they're gonna say whatever the fuck they want to say, but they would never say that shit to you in person. They probably wouldn't even. They would, you Adrian. You're a female. There has been a man that has said some foul stuff to you. Like, come on, Adrian. Yes, if you think hard enough, you can think of a time. Well, I mean, it was someone I knew, but not like a stranger. I can't think of a stranger time. Like, okay, so here, even worse, somebody that you knew said some disrespectful stuff to you how does that how is that i mean i'm not saying that they don't but i'm also saying now it's more on social media so dating on social media to me is kind of like not dating on social media you can't date on social i don't know you can date on social media meeting people on social media and then dating them I don't trust, you know what it is? I don't trust men. And I've been hearing now of like a lot of women that I'm friends with or whatever, they're in relationships and it's always so great at first. And then for some reason, it's just like some bullshit. So it's like, I've lost hope. Okay. So you don't trust men. So you're kind of putting out this energy out there 
and maybe you're 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 finding yourself in situations where maybe you're talking like these two guys that lived at home not that they were untrustworthy but maybe they were because i think that like your thoughts become your reality mm-hmm. so maybe the part is that you need to figure out well like so here what is it about men that you don't trust is it other people's experiences or is it your own both okay so have you tried to work through the ones that are your own no, because honestly, like I said, I haven't really had a long relationship. Like, Carlos would have been the longest relationship I've been in. And how long ago was that? That was 2012. Yeah. yeah. Then I got married, but he was in Ghana and I was here. And we did that for like three years, but I haven't spoken to him since 2016. But you're, you're legally still married. I'm still married. Yeah. But I don't know if it's legal here in America. It's legal oh, in Ghana. I see. We did the paperwork at the courthouse and everything, so... In Ghana, it's legal. And he has not hit you up? So what was this marriage for? Did you love this man? I did love him. And I felt like he loved me too. Yeah, I feel like we did love each other because when I was there, it was great. But there was also some things about it, like the culture. One time, (laughs) I said something to him like, that's nonsense. He was like, huh, how can you speak to your husband this way? I was like, oh, nigga, what? (laughs) Did he say it like that too? Yes. Like he was... How do you speak to your husband this way? He like was that? Ew. He was mad. He oh, was wow. mad. And all I said was something was not. I don't even remember what. I was like, doesn't he know I could curse his ass out? Like, but to him, that would be blasphemy if I curse him out. Like, right. I'm supposed to listen. Like, right. Like, the culture was not. Yeah. And so even I noticed in Ghana, there's times where I was like, am I, do I really need to, like, why did I marry him when I know it might not last? I thought and I hoped it would, but just certain things was like I was forcing it. You know what I mean? The culture, um, the way he was. He didn't have money. It was like when I went to Ghana, he wanted me, he expected me to do everything for him. And then he would say, well, my friend's girlfriend came and she bought him all this stuff. But I'm like, so you want me to take care of you Mm. as a guest in Ghana and then when you get to America, take care of you then? Right. Like, what are you doing for me? Right. So was he looking for a green card? I feel like that's what he was looking for. And, but he's been, we've known each other for like over 10 years before we got married too. So he was always quick to say, I love you. And for me, whenever a man is quick to say, I love you, they're always a red flag because it's something, something. You know what I mean? I really, because of my experience, I think so. Like, Carl, Carl, um, there was another guy too, but he was a foreigner too. So it was like, maybe that's the foreigners to right. say, I love you. I just need everyone to know the wine has hit my brain. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm, 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 I didn't even see you really drink. Girl. My metabolism works in like overdrive. So I feel <laughs> no. like if I don't eat enough food to like balance that out, like I took a f- sips of that. I mean, there's not a lot left, but it's like, it's here. It's like in my it? brain. Good thing I didn't bring the Jameson. No, that's what I would have loved. I love me some oh, brown shit. stuff. I drink you asked me if I want wine, red or white. I'm thinking like, girl. I Let like me tell you, I had every intent. I had. I bought some Jameson yesterday, and I bought two of these little wine coolers. But yesterday I was going to do a mukbang with somebody. So mm, I was like, oh, right. let me go drink. So I started drinking at the bus stop. So I finished the Jameson. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I thought I had a problem. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I seriously have a problem. So I finished that. So I was like, all right, I'm going to just bring this for Ashley. And red wine for me. But you said you like red. So I'm like, she can have the red. I'll take the oh, white. Oh, that was when I would have brought my bullet. Although, do you drink bourbon? Yeah. 
So I had Four Roses, which oh, is I've really great. And then Matthew McConaughey has a, a bourbon called oh, Long really? Branch, which I is really... I don't have either one. I have Bullet at home. What's, oh, the Bullet. Bullet That's, bourbon, yeah. yeah. Bullet bourbon's trash, but, you know, it's fine, I guess. But you didn't answer why you didn't bring it with you. Because, you know, I should have. I don't really have a good explanation for that. <laughs> you said wine, and I just thought fine. <laughs> hey, freestyle bars. Hey. Bars. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You're booing your own bar. That was your bar. That's okay. That with. sounded like some Dr. Seuss shit. <laughs> so what else were we going to talk about? Being single, social media. Now your accomplishments, babe. My what? Accomplishments, babe. <laughs> or we could talk about my accomplishments. <laughs> So my compliments on. Well, over the summer I got certified in personal training. Woo! Say it again. Over the summer I got certified in personal training. Woo! Woo! Uh-oh. What? I noticed. <laughs> what? That's how I can cut that shit. It's too oh, long. What? Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> so. Um, okay, the ultimate goal is to open up my own fitness studio. Woo, yeah. So if I can have, like, a a small space and be able to do, like, private, semi-private training, so, like, basically, like, how I would define semi-private, it would be, like, three people. Like, one to three people. Um, and then, um, so here's the thing. When I was with Vander, the, like, plan was to, like, move with him, figure out everything, start a career down there. I we're not to together. Yeah. Okay. And, like, even after he had left, I was still like, okay, yeah, I still want to move to Durham. Like, I like Durham. Da, da, da. And then I did some research and, like, whatever, whatever. Durham's all right. But it's, like, quiet. And, like, some friends were even like, Ashley, you're not going to, like, get out there. Be, like, yeah, it's slow pace. love New York, bitch. You you and here's the thing. I want, I would have went for love because, for me, love is more important. Like, there's some people that are driven by their career. Mm-hmm. I'm driven by, like pure passion if i fall in love and i am passionate about my relationship wherever the fuck you go You're i am coming go. with you i and love I'm gonna it figure it out <laughs> um with the facts of us like not being together for all this time i'm i've really been thinking about like yo, do you really, like, why would you move to North Carolina, like, to start this business? Everybody's here. And then, like, I kept thinking, okay, New York is saturated, Mm -hmm. so why would I start something here? I need to go someplace where there are no people. But if there are no people, nobody's going to (laughs) be coming to my business. Yeah. So then I saw something on Instagram by this girl that I follow, and it was, like, something about, so what if everybody is doing it? you're doing it and that's what makes it different. And I was like, yeah, That's, that's, that's it. Like, I need to just... This is where I need to be, like, and it's come to me, and it's, it feels good that I finally just, like, pulled this, like, veil off, and I said, no, you need to be in the tri-state area, like, this is, this is it, like, you're, you're a city girl, even though you live in New Jersey, so, like, why would I... What about a beach town, like, Florida, somewhere in Florida? I, I did, I did play around with the idea of, like, maybe moving to Miami. Yeah, Um, I could still see you in Miami doing this shit. But I feel like... Everybody in Miami, my friend moved down to Miami because she couldn't stand the winters here. Mm-hmm. And, like, Miami's cool to, like, visit, but, like, she was having a really hard time finding, like, genuine connections with people. I oh, feel okay. like it's easier to make connections with people in the city. I think places like L.A., 
Now, granted, I've never been to L.A., but I feel like places like L.A., Miami, it's all about, like, your outer appearance, right? So I might move to Miami and come back with a pair of titties, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, injected lips and, like, not because I want to, but because I feel, like, this pressure because... Of everybody that's around me. Really? She said, well, she had said she had been in the gym, and she's like, yo, there's this girl running on the treadmill. Like, she's fit. Like, her, she got titties. The, 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 she got full face of makeup. And I'm thinking, like, I go to the gym looking like a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> like, I don't care. I can't see myself. I'm not wearing my glasses. Right. Like, men will still approach me because if you have a vagina, a man uh, is going to seek you. No but matter what. I, did, I just, I'm just like, whatever. Like, I'm here to work out. And I just, I like that authenticity, and I just don't know if in certain cities that are very image based if mm-hmm. I would find it do you know what I'm saying yeah. so maybe that's me being closed minded but yes I'm going to be anywhere on the east coast Okay, I've been enjoying being back with my mom Um, I feel like you know she's getting older yeah. she still lives life like she's young Her so life. yes thank god however reality is you she is older and like you said what you need your place I do need my place, but what I mean is, like, the reality is she's older, and, like, there's going to be a point in my life where I'm going to appreciate the fact that Vander and I broke up because it brought me back to my mom. Okay. I know I'm going to look back on that and be so thankful for the fact that, like, I got this one more go-round. That's true. People usually move out. That's it. They go on with their lives. I moved out, failed relationship, didn't want to stay in the apartment, came back home. Trying to figure out, like, okay, where am I, where do I want to be? Like, yeah, I want to move out by the end of the year. Like, mm-hmm. I, yes, I do need my you space. You and your mother have a close relationship. Super close, yeah. Her and Lauren are cl- closer in the sense that, like, they communicate more. Mm-hmm. Like, when I lived in Bayonne, I probably talked to my mom one to once a week or even, like, two to three weeks to go by and we wouldn't talk. Okay. And she knows I'm good. Like, my yeah. mom never has to worry about me. She's like, she would tell me, Ashley, I know you're going to be fine. Like, I know you're, like... I never have to worry about you. That's what she always says to me. Like, she knows that I'm just out there doing whatever it is I have to do. But her and Lauren, like, they get on their, like, 6 a.m. call, phone calls. <laughs> oh and then there's goodness. a phone call at the end of the night. And then there's a FaceTime <laughs> and a photo. I'm just like, oh y'all. Oh, my God. That's too much. What? But me and my mom are similar, so we butt heads a lot. We're Lauren and her. Me and Lauren are really close. And then me and my mom are close. But we, if we were together too often, it's kind of like. It's disastrous. That's like one of my good friends and her sister. Her sister, her and her mother, my friend, her and her mother are kind of buttheads, but her sister and her mother are tight. Mm. But her and her sister are tight as well. But they're also her and her mother, her mother and sister Libras. So I don't know if that's a big thing, but whatever. Me and my mother do not have the... She wants it. She tries so hard. Yeah. She'll call me like, you don't call me enough. I'm like, you don't give me a chance to call me like almost every single day. Mm. And, you know, I've had issues with her. So I don't want to hear from her every single day. And I know it sounds terrible, but with her, it's always like negativity. I don't know what to expect when I pick up the phone. Either she's complaining about somebody or she's in her mood and she's right. going to argue with me. So it's just like, when she calls, I'm like, oh God, do I want to deal with it? Or every single time she calls. Yeah. And that's not good. Right. But it's her that's making it this way, not me. Do you express that to her? Yes. but mm-hmm. the, Well, I've tried. The thing is, she doesn't let you talk. She'll feel offended and she'll just go off the handle. Right. You know what I mean? And then if you tell her that she's doing something wrong, she don't want to hear it because I'm the daughter and she's the mother and she's older than me. And she's African and that's 
the mentality. Right. So me and my mother are not that close. She wants us to be close, but it's like, no, we're not going to be close. You dwell on the past too much. But if I were to dwell on the past about shit that she's done, right? Forget it. She would. Right. She would be pissed. Like, why you keep bringing this up? But it's like you do. You. She treats people away. But doesn't like when she's treated that way. You know mm. what I mean? Those people are hard to deal with because yes. they they don't recognize it. They don't recognize it. They really don't. So and that's... it's harder because the person is your mom. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like a girlfriend or a guy friend who you could just be like, oh, okay, fuck you, right? And then sometimes <laughs> it makes me feel bad for the way I'm feeling towards my mother. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like you're. I'm. It's like I blame it on her. Like and I've told her. I'm like it's kind of your fault that I feel the way I feel about you, but you don't understand it, so it's like, you won't let me express it to you, because if I try to start to express it to you, then it's like, it's a fight. We will not, one of us is going to hang up on the other person. Right, right. You know what I mean? And this is consistently, this is always. And I remember, like, my mother was the one who would beat our asses, not my dad. We weren't scared of my dad. We were scared of my mother. You know, and one time she beat my hand so, you know, we could laugh about these stories now. Right. But back then, yeah. I lied about doing my homework. Right. No, I lied about sweeping the floor or some bullshit. Yo, she beat my hand so bad. What did she beat it with? It's a, Ghanaians, no, you know what we make banku with? It's like a wooden stick to make something that gets thicker as right. you cook. So right. it's like thick. Right. She, oh, my no. hand was so swollen I couldn't put a glove on <gasps> then they had the nerve to take us to fucking Rockefeller Center that day so I'm outside with one <laughs> glove on oh, no. and one not on no. because my hand was too swollen so to she was torturing on. you She's and but it's also the way she was brought up too right. like she must have had a traumatic childhood she was born and raised in Ghana she actually came to America when she was 14 years old but was but she born and raised? She was born, yeah. So my grandmother, her grandmother pretty much raised her because her parents came to America. They were divorced, but they came to America, got married. So my mom is the only sibling, is the only child with both the same mother and father. Okay. She has other step, um, half brothers and half sisters and stepsisters, but they have their siblings too. I see. You know what I mean? So she's always felt some. Right, because she's the only one of. Of the of parents. Those two parents. Yes. Yeah. So everyone else's step and half brothers and sisters. Right. And then she was brought up with my grandmother, which she loved my her grandmother. This is my great grandmother. So she loved my her grandmother a lot. You know what I mean? But right. I don't know the kind of trauma that she dealt with because my mother's not the type to talk about it. She acts like she is, but I know there's certain things that she wouldn't tell us. Right. But based on how you treat like one time, girl, I was like eleven years old. I used to have such a crush on Kevin DeLeon. Remember him? No. He was in your grade? He married Jamie. The short Jamie. The white girl Jamie. Yeah. Her her husband. Girl, yeah. He grew up. They were both cute in high school. Yeah, they were beautiful. Jamie used to play baseball, softball with her, and basketball, too. Like, me and Jamie grew up playing sports together. And one time I was at his house, and I guess my mom knew I had a crush. But we were, instead of being on the porch outside, we were inside on his stairs. So I came home. My mother was pissed. Where were you? Do you know she made me go in the basement? She knows I'm a scaredy cat. Go in the basement with the light off. But first, she checked my panties. She made me pull down my pants and check my panties. I'm assuming she was looking for blood to see if I had sex or something right. like that. I was 11 years old. Or less. I don't even think. I think I was maybe in fifth or sixth grade. So 10 or 11 years old. And you checked my panties. like, and But you're yelling at me while you're doing it as if I did something wrong and I didn't do nothing. And she made me stay in the basement for like an hour in the dark. 
Like my mother. That's and Me that's too. something that's traumatic. That you she... need to go to therapy. <laughs> no, 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 no. And no, I I'm, know. Not, I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way, but like so. After my breakup with Vander, and Vander had told me throughout our relationship, go to therapy. And I had done it a couple of times in person, liked the woman, but she liked me too much, so she wasn't really objective. It was like, uh, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Get rid of those mm. people. Okay, fine. I got onto Talkspace after breaking up with him. It was the best decision I could have ever made for myself. What's Talkspace? Talkspace is I basically can go on my phone or my laptop and message my therapist. I do not have to see her in real life. Oh, okay. Um, they have different plans, so you can do, like, a FaceTime call you could do multiple FaceTime calls depending on your your plan. Oh. But for me, it worked because she could say something to me. Like, I like to write novels. Mm-hmm. So she would say something to me, like real, or I would send something to her really long. She would send something back to me really long. Then I could process it for the day, write her right when I wake up. And then it would go back and forth like that. So you're not going to get an instant response okay. necessarily. Mm-hmm. But for me, it gave me time to, like, reflect on what do I want to say to her what is she saying to me? How can I apply it? Da, 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 da. It worked. It was convenient. I could do it at work. I can mm. do it from my bed. I could do it from my car. But you've been through some stuff. And if you think about the fact that like you're still single and not that they correlate, but maybe they do, maybe. there could be something that's like blocking you from like finding your person. And I think that what I've learned in therapy is we are who we are based off, like, our childhood. Yeah. We're, we're who we are based off our childhood trauma. Every therapist is going to bring it back to what happened as to you as a kid. As a kid. How is your relationship with your mom and how is your relationship with your dad? Mm. I learned that I have abandonment, abandonment issues because of my father, like, divorcing my mom. And I thought I didn't, I, I didn't think I cared because yeah. that happened. But every person that I've been with always has wanted to leave me and every person that I've been with has shown me the bare minimum and me been head over heels for them off of them doing shit for me Mm -hmm. you know and then when it comes to my mom what I recognized the other day and I had told her this was I get my insecurities from my mom Mm -hmm. because my mom would be so upset like I don't know if I would ever let her listen to this because she would get (laughs) upset probably that I'm sharing this but when I was a kid my mom used to call me stupid and like I would do dumb shit. Now, granted, I was a terrible <laughs> fucking child. Like, I would not want a, a little... I would not want to birth an Ashley. I was a fucking nightmare. Damn. But I would do things... Like, I remember one time, like, messing up the light switch in the kitchen. Playing around with it. Somehow it cracked. Whatever, whatever. And I remember my mom coming home and her being like, What are you, stupid? Are you mm-hmm. stupid? And I said to her, like, I'm sure you didn't think that, like, those words were going to affect me in my adulthood. Mm-hmm. But it did. And Lauren being super intelligent and, like, really accomplished academically in middle school and high school. And then here I am. Like, I was one of the low. I had, like, one of the lowest GPAs in high school. Mm-hmm. I did not apply. And it wasn't because I applied myself and I failed. It's because I just was like, I ain't doing this. Yeah. Like. It things move too quick for me. I need things to be broken down into the simplest form to understand them. I was always embarrassed and shy to be like, "Oh, I don't understand you what you're saying. Can mm-hmm. you go back? Can you go slower?" Like I couldn't. It was comprehension. I did. I lack that. Oh, so okay. my mom calling me stupid all the time. I'm insecure on like my intelligence. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I get that from my mom, and I get that from my dad, and then I seek people that. You know, show me the least, but I feel like they're up here. Yeah. And I also can be doubtful and, you know, doubtful myself. And, like, me and Vander would argue, and he was very, like, he used a lot of big words. 
And like, I like words. So like, I would ask him like, what does this mean? But then he also would talk down to me. So then mm. I felt like I'm being scolded out yeah. by my parent. And I'm thinking like, you're my partner. Like you shouldn't be making me feel stupid. Right. But I also feel stupid because that's my that's own your... internal shit. So like, yeah. I feel like the people I have been with have just magnified the parts about me that like I need to work on. And so going forward, I know I need to be with somebody who is just more like compassionate, empathetic and like understanding. And like we could be mad at each other, but we can sit down and like have a real conversation. You're not trying to disrespect me. Right. You love me. You want to be with me. At the end of this argument, we're trying to be together. You're not right. trying to offend me. I'm your fucking girl. Right. You trying to offend me and make me feel like shit? Like why am I with you? <sighs> Damn. Girl, this is Ooh, deep. Wait, wait, I just realized so that, like, I have allowed people that I've been in relationships with to just, like, yo, just, like, dog me. And it's just, like, if I told you some shit about me, you don't know. What? Come on. Be, come on. Be me. Okay. So. <sighs> my mother and my sister and I have all been in abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. Abusive relationships are the hardest things to be in because I think that, like, love blinds you you don't want it to be your person you don't want it to be your person that did something to you mm-hmm. do you remember when i was dating that egyptian and in, in in not egyptian he was jordanian in college t i don't know all right jova benz i don't know uh i think so so t hit me mm. T hit me when we were in the car together one time. I said some foul shit to him. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I got a fucking slick mouth. But I feel like I don't care what the fuck I say right. to you. I don't give a fuck what I say to you. Walk the fuck away. Like, I could say the most disrespectful thing to you. Let that be the thing that you go. You know what, Ashley? The fact that you would even let those words come out of your mouth, I can't be with you. Right. Like, the fact that you were going to put hands on me, like, come on. That's not cool. So that that was one. Um, that was the only time where you broke up after that. No, we stayed together because, like... And has he hit you after that? No, that was, like, the one and only time. But he was aggressive. Like, mm. there was a time that we we used to sleep out. And I forget, again, I probably said something slick. And he punched his steering wheel and dented the emblem. Like, the Ben sign, he dented it from oh, punching it. angry. And then Vander, just putting him on blast. <gasps> The first time he got aggressive with me, oh my god! The first time, what do you mean, Ashley? It was more than one time. The oh my god! The first time he got aggressive, he had been out. We had gotten this dumbass argument. Whatever. I went to the movies with my girlfriend. He said he was going to his friend's house. I go on like Snapchat. He's like out at a club with like these chicks, and I'm thinking like, what the fuck? And it wasn't girls that like I felt intimidated by. But I don't care if I'm intimidated because they're hotter than me, or if they're not even hotter than me. You're out, and you, and said, you said you weren't you going out. You right. said you're going to your friends. So now, in hindsight, I do realize things Plans can change. change. Right. We could be doing this podcast and be like, let's go to the bar. And if I was dating somebody, like I would hope that they would understand that, like yeah. we did a podcast. Now we're grabbing a drink. He walks through the door. He comes in the bedroom. I say something slick. Nothing, like, so detrimental, but I say something slick, and we had these really cool clothing racks in our bedroom, and my stuff was on this one, and he walked in the door, and he took the whole clothing rack, threw it on the floor, took all my clothes, threw them on the floor. I'm crying. I go over. I'm like, I'm going to my mom's, and he was like, you can't go to your mom's. You can't rely on her when you're having these moments, but, like, no, Negro, I can rely on her because you're being aggressive right now, and, like... 
yeah, I gave you attitude when you walked in the door, but, like, why was your first sign to throw shit? Right. He also, there was a time we put hands on each other, and we were, like, so, like, I like to play fight. This was, like, play fighting, but, like, aggressive and negative. This mm. was not out of, we're having a good time. Yeah. This was out of hate and anger. Damn. And, like, he threw me to the ground, and then, like, I'm jumping on him, and, like, I don't like that being brought out of me. Like, I have a crazy side. I think all women Everyone have a crazy does. side, and the <laughs> fact that, like, if you're bringing that out of me, like... He knows how to push the button. So, then, <laughs> there was another time oh my God. where he punched the wall. He got mad at me. There, there was a big hole in our bedroom. And I remember telling him, like, yeah, here's the sick part. Because this is what women do who get beat. They say they fell down the stairs. Oh. I was like, oh, if somebody comes over, I'll just tell them that when we were moving in, the dresser hit the wall. That's not what the fuck happened. No. The, 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 then, oh, so maybe this is four. The time that made me go, oh no, I'm scared of him. We were cooking in the kitchen and he was standing to my right and I'm cooking eggs and we're like arguing and he pauses and I'm cooking eggs, Adrian, and he grabs that pan and he flips it out of my hand. The fire is on. Oh my goodness. Yo, what? He flipped it out of my hands and I stood there. And I did not know what the fuck to do. I I did not know what to do. Like, I think I know what to do, which is I needed to leave. I didn't leave. I just He's cleaned so up. I cleaned up. He watched me clean it up. He never apologized for it. Oh, wow. So that's something that... I think about... Would... Those are the thoughts that have been coming to my mind a lot lately. Because you break up with somebody, you initially... You miss them. You love them. Yeah. You want to be back with them. You go through all those emotions. Then you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Like... I feel like in this moment, I'm too good for him. Right. Like, I'm too good for him. Right. And what has been coming to the forefront now is, like, yo, like, a man that loves you would never want you to fear him. Right. Why would you make me feel scared? Like, why would you put your hands on me? Why would you punch a wall? Like, what? What the fuck are you doing? Like, and I want to say, I like, I'm, I'm more compassionate towards myself. Like, I don't beat myself up over the fact that, like, Ashley, how could you let a man do that to you? Yeah, I you know why I could let a man do that to me. Because I put his feelings above my own. Yeah. And I valued him more than I valued mm. myself. And it was like, you know, yeah. I, got a, I got a big mouth. But, like, you put me in a situation where I feel, like, vulnerable. Yeah, it's just... <sighs> Damn, this is getting... Well, it's been getting deep. Uh, we're running out of time though, but yeah, not to end it on a sour note, right? But <laughs> don't let yourself be in an abusive relationship. No, definitely not. And you know, even one time, Carl, my husband in Ghana, right? And this was like a few days before I was leaving Ghana, and I was already there for like six and a half months. My, we were they were gonna take me out to dinner because it was like a final goodbye. I was leaving like two days before this happened. So I went to my aunt's house who lived around the corner from my uncle. And she was asking my husband all these questions. And she was kind of being rude to him. Right. And I didn't like it. So I was just like, all right, let's go. So we were leaving. And he was like, well, how come you didn't defend me? I'm like, listen, I'm not going to be arguing with my aunt. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can argue sorry. with you, but I'm not going to argue with my aunt. I told her it was what she was saying wasn't right. And I'll talk to her another time, but not in front of you. Right. So we're, he's arguing with me now, I guess, because he was embarrassed. So I don't even remember what I said, but he hit me in my mouth. And I, yo, I was like, and this is outside in front of people. And I was just so embarrassed and I was in shock. I didn't know what to do. 
So then I'm like, all right, well, I'm out. He grabbed me. He wouldn't let me leave. And then my uncle's friend came to pick me up so they could take me out to dinner. He knew I was going out to dinner. But when he saw, and all this arguing, he was waiting. My uncle's friend was waiting at the gate, waiting for me because he thought I was inside, but I was outside. So I had to go in and get dressed and everything like that. So then he was like, so you're leaving with this grown man, this older man? I'm like, yeah, because you know everyone's waiting for me at the restaurant. He was pissed. He didn't. He took my cell phone from me. He found the guy's number in my phone and kept blowing up his mm-hmm. phone. This is my uncle's friend, a doctor, like an older man, like in his 70s, married with kids, a doctor. What? You know what I mean? Like, And you're blowing up his phone saying you want to talk to me, talk to me. I'm like, Carl, I'm with him. Why were you going to leave him, leave me to go with him while we're talking? First of all, you hit me in my face. Right. Second of all, this is my uncle's friend. You knew we were going out to dinner and we're meeting my uncle and everyone else is at the restaurant right now. I'm right. late because of you. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. And so we fought. And it was weird because we fought right before I was leaving. And my friend mentioned it could have been like separation anxiety with him. Being that I'm leaving, he wants to find something to argue about before I go or some bullshit. But at that moment, I was like, why do I even want to still be with him? And Mm -hmm. this necklace I have right here, I've had for years. Mm -hmm. And I was contemplating giving it to him like, well, I'm going to see him again. But something was like, no, don't give it to him. Mm. Do not give it Mm. to him. Do not. Like, do not give this motherfucker this necklace. And I'm so happy I listened to myself. Like, I didn't think we would break up, but the fact that I was hesitant to give him this. Right. That hesitation, that's usually the thing that's telling you, like, this isn't right. Mm -mm. And, like, therapy has taught me that, like, any situation that I'm in that I'm starting to feel uncomfortable, like, that's your boundary. And, like, now that's being crossed. And, like, now you need to reevaluate. And then you need to say, like, this is your boundary. Mm -hmm. I need you to not cross it. And if you cross it again, now we're going to have a problem. Because, like, this, what's happening, I feel uncomfortable. Like, you have, your body tells you so much. Like, how your body responds to people. Whether it's, like... Yeah. Or, um, <laughs> the boom, boom. <laughs> the punash. Or, yeah, that part. <laughs> or, like, the part of you, like, just feeling, like, fearful or just feeling weird. And yeah. just those are those are the things you, you have to, like, women have such strong intuitions. We just Yo, need to it's trust real. ourselves. We have to trust it. But a lot of people don't want, no. they either don't want to or they're not quite sure what what's eating at them. You know right. what I mean? But that's one thing we have to, uh, we have to get together well ashley thank you so much for coming on to my can podcast. we do this again because i feel like we touched on some things that we should go like deeper yeah definitely into. definitely i'm down for that don't do it don't do it online <laughs> i've done worse on this shit but um yeah i would definitely love to have you come back on the show I want a bunch of us to come. Like, oh, I think girl that would talk. be really cool. We have to get these though. We yeah, have to I would this have out, to figure. And yeah. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, that would be sick, Adrian. That would be a fun time. So let's do it. I'm down for it. Say bye to my peoples. Bye, peoples. And thank you so much, Boo. And we will have you back again. <laughs> Another show over and done. 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 Another night. Another show over and done. Don't be too sad. I'll be back another night. Another show over and done. Another show over and done.